Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's Tuesday. How are you doing out there? I'm doing pretty damn good. We just recorded Monday's episode. You know I'm going to be transparent with you. It's Monday here. <laughs> um, but it's Tuesday where you are. Anya Marina is here. I'm in San Jose and uh, beautiful. The AC. If you have a chance to say it, an AC Marriott. Wow. I'm at an AC I Marriott. I pulled up and I go, Andrew Collin. Yeah. Really? You are? Aren't they so good? Fantastic. Big fan. What do you like about uh, you're them? You're at one in Huntsville, Alabama. Andrew's in Huntsville, Alabama. They're they're really nice. I really recommend them. I, I just, they're clean. They're modern. I don't know. The, the gym has everything you need. I mean, what do you need in a gym? What, uh, what is uh, a tiny little... A biggie bouncy ball for my big <laughs> booty. <laughs> I mean, when I hear guys it. say... It, like, it has everything a girl needs. But, like, guys like to do... I'm lifting some heavy weights. I'm using that honest, big bouncy ball. Do you, you really use a big bouncy ball? Enough. Yeah, I'm doing physical therapy on my knee. So I need to do these squats with the ball up against the wall. Oh. I need a yoga mat and I need... Oh, then that is a lot of stuff. No one to look at me while I squat <laughs> across the room with my rubber bands. Oh, I was in the gym yesterday here and I was... 
just I, I, I don't get to like really talk outside of doing the podcast or uh, uh, being on stage anymore because of my fucking voice. Hands but um, oh, I voice. was uh, because of what? Hands made tail. Chris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, just yeah, legislation, hands the way made. the world's going. Um, huh? said hands made. Hands made. <laughs> hands made. Hands made. Is it handmade? So, Is it hands handmaids. or hand? Hand? Handmaids. Oh, handmaids. Um, I man heard is. someone at the show this weekend reference. I heard them saying um, a man array. So I heard I overheard a man array, and I was like, ah. <laughs> I got um, a lot of messages about that. Yeah, apparently that was so satisfying. I told so many people about it after the fact. I was like, it started out as me going, "Can you believe this woman didn't know what a manta ray was?" And then it turned into manta ray. Nikki, what do you th- what are you saying, manta? And I go, yeah. You go, no, it's a man array. And I go, oh, you thought it? How do you spell? Manta Ray, and you go A M A. It was like it was so many levels of like you so weren't even levels. the person that was like Absurdity. the one that didn't know it, and it ended the, up being like. I bet you that person the, feels better. Is, you you knew what it was. You well, heard of the I, creature. I have a question. If you saw one, yeah. Andrew, if you saw what? a Manta Ray you out there, you lived with one. Yeah, in Florida, we were all we shared. I had a waterbed. <laughs> it was in your bathtub. If you saw a single. A man array in Florida. What? Well, and you mm-hmm. wanted to say like, I saw a a man array. Would you say I saw an a man array? How would you say it? Just one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say no. Honestly, what would you have said? I mean, we covered this on the podcast. He yeah. just thought people say. I don't think you thought. I think your answer would have been, "I saw a man array," but you just think people There's- say it that way. Like I saw um, elephant. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh. elephant. I saw, I saw tiger. I Wait, saw man array. I guess, yeah. Damn. Oh, man. You, or you, just a man say, you wouldn't a think man to ray. say a a man ray or and. It just feels very sea like when you say it like that. I don't know and what it is. Because of sea anemone. That's why. Yeah. There we go. Now we're getting yeah, to we, the roots. We covered that the other day. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's confusing. Life is weird. Um. <laughs> So, oh, the gym. So I was in the gym and I was lip syncing to Taylor Swift. And I just love when I get to like, the only time workouts go fast is if I can pretend I'm in a music video or like really sing along to it. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun to be alone in a gym because you can really let her rip. But you can't do that in a regular gym because people look at you like you're crazy. But you could. There are people that just really let loose in gyms and just do what they need to do. (laughs) Well, I walked in and there there was one other guy in the gym and he was listening Uh-oh. to music with no headphones and he was like Uh-oh. listening to like the you. cheesiest like like uh, i don't know just like a very cheesy music that but he like quickly like turned it off and i was like hey bro keep, oh that's nice keep playing it keep playing it what are you doing that's nice he's like don't worry okay, about he it he quickly turned it off yeah because he was yeah. alone he can listen to it without of course headphones. no yeah. i'm not even yeah. mad about it i actually right. I, I was you know i also had headphones like with noise canceling but it's it i i don't mind it some people have a problem with that, though. I, I have a problem it. when people do it and they don't they don't ask you first, so they don't yes. show a little bit of you know. Yeah. And I hate shitty speakers. So when people are like, "I want to listen," if I'm trying to show Anya a new song, I go, "Let's just wait until it's on good speakers because everything's gonna sound like shit on this." Like if I want you to really like a song, right. my friend Catherine, shout out if she's listening, she always used to listen to her laptop to listen to music. And she got really offended once when I was like, what? You love music. Why are you listening to it on... As someone, as a musician, don't you get offended when people listen to music on like tinny 
terrible. It depends on the situation. I listen to a lot of music on my laptop just to listen back to things. So sure, but yeah. But if you're like trying to have a sonic a- oh, experience no. yeah, with you music, have nice you gotta get yeah. in your car. Like, you get in a car and you turn it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't get offended. I was just like, I just want you to experience this the best way you can. And I remember her being like, it really hurt my feelings. Um, but that was in college, and we've moved past that. No, so, a lot of musicians uh, will get in a car to hear like everything. Like you really get the experience. Yeah. It's surrounding you. It's like, what does it sound You're in like? This what little is, box. What's the, yeah. Last night, Anya and I were performing before the show on Instagram Live <laughs> on the podcast Instagram, and um, that we had the music from the loaded music. You know, when people are loading into the shows, we play a uh, Spotify tr- playlist, and but we were at this really cool theater that had really good. Um, speakers in each of the dressing rooms so that you can hear what's going on on stage. So when people are doing quick changes or the ballet or whatever, they can be like, oh, the Nutcracker, this part is... Like, they just know where the show is. And it's great because when I go for a quick change, I I can't ever hear whoever's on stage and this time I got to. But we couldn't escape the music and we wanted to play music, so we went into the bathroom and I sat on the toilet and Anya was in the shower and we were playing. We had these uh, toilet sessions. It was so yeah. fun. We're putting out a B-side record of just the toilet sessions and every time Nikki would be out side. Probably oh, helps that I'm not shitting in there. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. If you were there, we would not have been able to enter for at least 40 minutes. <laughs> Oh man, can you imagine if they were like, okay, Nikki, we're ready for your vocals. Andrew's done with the bathroom. Get in there. Yeah, get in there. Oh. It's warmed up. I know we'll that Christina that Aguilera throat. recorded Beautiful. I am beautiful. That song, she recorded it laying down on the ground. No matter what they say, oh, she was laying flat on her back. I don't I know why, why I know that. I just remember maybe a, a, a an Apple, too. Really? I've seen Because she was on of heroin. Her. No. She was Has she put out a new recording. album? In like a long time. Why did she stop recording? Like, what was Christina the reason? Aguilera? No, no, Fiona Apple. Oh, she, she put out a one new in one in 2020. COVID. It's really good. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. I didn't like it the first listen. I've been listening to it recently. There's this one song where she's like, Shanique was said I had potential. Oh, it's so good. Bom, bom, bom. Shanique, Shanique was said I had potential. I cannot stop listening to it. It's so good. It's about growing up. and um, It's so uh, good. I like that album a lot, too. It reminds me, Shanique was said I had potential reminds me of the song that we came up with this weekend where we were talking about our friend Taylor and we were in the car driving to a gig and, um, and I was like, at seeing if Taylor could send because Taylor was staying at my place and I was like, Anya, do you know when Taylor's getting back from Guatemala because she's in Guatemala right now and she goes I don't know and I go I gotta check the girls trip thing to see if she's told us and she goes when's that bitch get back from when does that bitch get back from Guatemala when that bitch get back from Guatemala and then Caleb was like that sounds like a great fucking song when's when's that bitch get back from Guatemala when's that bitch get back from is that was it was that the yeah but you have to make it a little more urban so just when that bitch get back from Guatemala I don't want to get canceled so I'm gonna keep it (laughs) bright and light and white when's that bitch get back from Guatemala as a big hit it's a top 10 hit here and oh my god last night speaking of saying racially insensitive things you did you did what about your nephew's beat did you already talk about that oh yeah that was another thing that happened in the car your nephew has nice feet no my nephew my sister sent a video of like i was like i just am craving seeing the kids so she just filmed the kids and she was just kind of like making a video of forrest who is less than one he was born it was oh it was was on thanksgiving he'll be one um 
he's standing up at the table as babies do and he has like a marker in his hand and she says he's like very musical and I know all parents say that but I've never heard her say that about her other two kids and she says that he just like is always like beating on things and like likes rhythms and I swear to God this is on loop of him but I just oh, took that was, of the that was Forrest I saw Dude, that that was Forrest there was nothing else going on in that video I felt like he had like him. spoons on his feet too like <laughs> I felt like there's something there's another clickety clack yeah. that you can't really place going on in the video but that was all him sound I did not add anything to the video this is it on loop okay let me just play I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense to me. Holy it's so crazy. crazy. So let's I put it all that. together. When's that bitch kid from Guatemala? <laughs> no, it's I mean, that is so interesting. I said that to that my dad and he sense. came, I that's think. That's fucking I mean, like, wild. I'm so excited that's, about No, that is wild. That's insane. That's it like an arcade so, fire song. It's fucking wild. <laughs> no, I want to like, I want to make a song out of it. It's so good. And um, I don't understand it. What was the other sound coming from though? Honestly, like he was hitting something out, maybe clatter in the room or like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm the genius cause I heard it, but I like, who knows what, you know, we're not ready That's to a good say point. You are a genius cause you hear and see things that most people because don't like we were walking to Starbucks and Nikki stops and looks at these two pipes and she's like, doesn't that look like they're having a relationship? And she this saw one pipe was comforting nothing. the other pipe i have to show you i'll put it on the instagram but you look do at, see I'll things on the street <laughs> at times that like i don't even know that you're paying attention and okay like, look at this i wonder like, if you guys can see it but it looks like one of the pipes is sad and the other one is like it's okay man let me just show you hold on let me just it's let kind of see. hard to see yeah. so so there's this pipe right here is the yeah sad, oh, okay this one is comforting yeah. it okay so mm-hmm. their arms are those oh, yeah, are the arms it. And it looks oh, like another one, looks and like that's its, its head, head looking down. down, like I'm so sad. Yeah. And it's like it's okay. It's kissing its head. Yeah, I can see that. that. Is, it's I'm like jealous Rorschach of their relationship. Test. I was like, God, it's they funny. have I such a. I just watched steady- a video of Luke Combs. He's a country singer, and he got inducted into the Grand Old Opry, mm. and he did exactly that. Like that hug was like literally. I don't know. Oh really? That's a little you gotta too send detailed, me an image it, of that. It would yeah, be fun to do a side by side. It's exactly that. I will. I will. So I got to send you Aaron Carter. Getting beat up by Nick yes. Carter and Luke Combs getting a We've hug. got a lot to look at. A lot of re- stuff for the besties <laughs> to investigate too. Um, um, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, I don't okay, know how he did it. It doesn't make sense to me. It's fucking last wild. night on the show. We had um, it was Anya, me, and then this uh, comedian named Julia Ladkowitz, who uh, my friend uh, comedian Nora Hadidi uh, recommended. And um, she was like, my friend Julia would like to open for you. And I was like, oh, that, sure, have her come. I didn't really know her uh, from anyone, but she ends up being so cool and so fun. And she looks like us. Like, mm-hmm. it was a, just another blonde white girl. And I said when I, after the show, you know, after I walk out on stage, I was like, I just love to give women of color <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> and I was like, women of different blondes. Yeah. Hair color. Blonde hair color. I just like, yeah. really say that blonde. on stage. Yeah, golden blonde. <laughs> Um, they liked it, but I know I could get canceled for that. Obviously, I was joking, and um, I didn't know what color hair this girl had when Noor Hadidi, who is, n- is someone I gave an opportunity, who is a woman of color, uh, she said that she actually told Julia, because they're friends, Noor was like, the only white girls I like are you and Taylor Swift. She said that's Julia, and I was like, what about <laughs> me? But I'm sure Noor would throw me in there, too. Um, so that was fun. The show was so fun last night. Um, 
I slept really well. What else is there to cover? Um, oh, uh, what what's going on in Huntsville? Tell us about, did you golf down there? Did you get anything done in that respect, Andrew? No, so I opened for uh, Heather McMahon. Uh, she's like running, like she's trying to run a new hour before she starts doing theater stuff. I've never been to Alabama. I think I've been to Alabama one other. Have you ever been to Alabama? It's, I mean, it's I've the been South. To it's like, it, it I is. I've, ever been to I've been in Birmingham a few times. Oh, yeah. I've done Birmingham. A, 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 yeah. I know Alabama. Okay. Yes. I have been. I mean, it's a, what? I don't know. It, so it was fun. It was a really good time. I mean, it's, her audiences are like even more women than most women audiences. And then the guys, like, you know, a lot of Roll Tide, a lot of just, and then during the day, we just, we go, we Dairy. get some, they're foodies, so we'll go get some, like, really good, like, Southern, I eat, like. Who is they? Can, uh, so, Heather has another guy named Chris, who goes on the road with her as the manager. Oh, yeah, and, I, um, I met him, I like him. Yeah, he was great, he was fun, and uh, we went and ate at this place, and I got, like, sausage gravy biscuit, like, real Southern, and then you just feel, mm. I just, it ruined the whole day. Like, I can't, my Jewish stomach, I can't be a strong oh, yeah. southern your stomach, man. not your yeah. conscience? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it would ruin my day because I'd be like, I just ate, like, crap, and I feel like, oh, God, why did I do that? But it just, it physically made you feel sick. Physically, I just, my body is made to fucking only eat, like, three things. And I just, mm. I just, I shut down. I ended up in bed watching football all day, and that's all you do on the road. Like, I wish I did something, but... Or now, yeah, the, yeah. You don't do much on the road. We didn't. Yes, we drove we around and looked town. at homes. That was kind of oh, fun. That's cool. It was funny. Like the houses here, they put the date of when they were built. Oh yeah. By you know their slaves here. You know it's pretty <laughs> right. cool. Uh, mm -hmm. It's like it's just the year and then the name of the family and it's like eighteen forty six and then next door is like eighteen fifty three. Like it feels like a competition's going on that <laughs> no one wins. Like, you know who has the older house or. Yeah, who has the Before oldest house? Before the Civil War, when things were good. Like, this house was built, it's just like a fucking rock. It's like 4 AD, you know? Like, just like, <laughs> like if, I just wanted to see one house that was like 2021. Like, 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 it is funny we that no plumbing. one ever establishes things anymore. Like, when you see yeah. a, a business that's like, has established 1999, you're like, what? Why would yeah, you ew. even? Yeah, stop it. But yeah. but the thing is, you got to do those signs because someday it will. I mean, the world I don't think is going to last long enough for those things to actually matter. Like now, just but like even um, whenever I go to concerts, I go. I don't want to buy a shirt because it's like I don't want like a new concert shirt. But I bought a Taylor Swift shirt in 2012 at her concert, and it is you can't find it for like less than three hundred dollars online now because wow. it's like such a cool shirt and it has all the yeah. dates on the back and it's vintage. So. You got to think about concert shirts. Those actually do have value within 15 years. Like my friend Scott, who sells all these vintage shirts, he's like Britney Spears shirts, Justin Timberlake shirts, you know, Backstreet Boys. Those things go for hundreds of dollars now. So uh, if you go to a concert, it is interesting. don't think you're too good. Well, a t-shirt gets better over over time because it gets mm. more vintage. It gets more broken down. Used, a house, yeah, yeah. you would think you're paying more for essentially a shitty house like totally. the plumbing i'm sure isn't that good For the air conditioning is not that good <laughs> yeah. there's more ghosts the wood floors are creaking there's probably like a dead maid in there somewhere and and you're like man this was built in 1484 i love it. it's like no like buy a house that has fucking heat you know what i mean like yes. i don't know it's just it's just funny um because i don't know i feel like in charleston it was like that too like just like this is the history and you can't add an infinity pool or we'll fucking shoot you. <laughs> like you can't, right. you can't change things up. You got to keep it the same. 
Right, to keep it historic. I don't know how anyone does anything on the road like during the day. I know that a lot of comics like go to museums and go out and like take pictures of the town. And I'm just like, I'm fucking exhausted by this work. There's Um, no time either. Like Hala told us to go to some place called Junkies for vintage clothing in Reno. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, you ain't never going to get to yeah, Junkies. There's no, we're not, people always write <laughs> well, to me like, just vegan restaurant. Too. But yeah. we get to order from restaurants. So that is good <laughs> to give us restaurant orders, which we had the best food oh, yeah, this I weekend. Love that. Fuck. Shout out to, if you're ever in Santa Rosa, what did we have? The, oh my God. The something plum? The Cozy plum. The cozy plum. Oh my God. That's what my friend calls her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it was so delicious. It was so good. And then last night, the vegetarian house or whatever. Oh, that yes, was, in San Jose. I was like, I was my soup was nearly a Senegalese soup. It had a thickness and a peanuttiness to it that was so good. It was Steve and the cozy plum that night. (laughs) Shout out to Steve. We haven't forgotten about you. Um, We had the best waitress last night. This woman named Mary who looked like she just like she was walking so slow and she was so like like the smallest person like I've ever seen. Like she wasn't that small, short, wide, just small and southern with like glasses that were thicker than like. Like 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 I five, love when like five people vocals. like old women because usually they're no people are just like oh that's not much in them but well, you guys- she started she like started pouring like the water and she couldn't even like pick the water up and like oh. we were just like at first we were like she was taking so slow working. and uh, but even then I found that someone she was I know forty eight <laughs> we found that later she was forty eight no but I, really it's that's oh, not man. the joke it's not the okay. joke but like she was just so weak and everything was taking so slow and we're like. Okay, come on. Can we just have like Taking a so waiter slow. that can like, like can like move like everything's slow here. Like it, you're like you won't fry grain to It's like spit it out. <laughs> I know. I'm fucking I was hungry. <laughs> I was listening. Everything's to slow. Last I was night. thinking about. Oh yeah. I was just thinking about like uh, if an intruder came into the house and they called the cops <laughs> and they'd be stabbed by like the second sentence. You know what I mean? Because everyone like, saunters. <laughs> Yeah. The sheriff will just get out of his car and just one boot comes <laughs> yeah. down and then the other boot and then it goes to a wide shot and he he arches his back and goes, oh, let's check this out. It's like, why? Just move. Get in the I house. Know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got to go to break. We'll be back with more after this, including Reddit Dump. Hey, guys. I'm laying in bed, so if I sound differently, it's because I've got Invisalign in and I'm horizontal. Emphasis on horror. Um, I'm on tour, um, actually. Do you know that? I've told you about it before. It's the best tour I've been on ever in all of my touring days. And a big part of that is getting to meet besties and feeling your presence in the crowd. It means something to me when you buy a ticket. I'm so grateful. If you can swing it, I would love to see you there this weekend. I'm in Thousand Oaks, California, which is outside of LA. I'm in Valley Center, California, which is outside of San Diego. Next week, I'll be in Burlington, Vermont, and Providence, Rhode Island. And then there's Memphis, Tennessee, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Atlantic City, um, St. Louis, um, and many, many more dates in New York City in uh, January at the Beacon. So check out dates. I'm coming to all different weird parts and going through the spring, and I'll keep adding more. So stay tuned at NikkiGlazer.com. And as always, if you buy a ticket to go alone because you can't find a friend, I will reward you with a free meet and greet, which you can also purchase at the merch booth or with a VIP ticket purchase. But if you buy a ticket to go alone, I'll incentivize it for you being brave to go alone by um, giving you a free meet and greet. You just write me going alone in all caps, your name and the city you're seeing me in. Nothing else. I know you're thankful. You don't have to write thank you because it pushes it down and I won't see it. 
after I confirm it and heart it, then you can write thank you. So, um, but yes, going alone, your name and the city you see me in. And I'll see you out there on the Good Girl Tour. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hacks is back for Season 3, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. 
Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. All right, we're back. Let's just get right into. Let's do news. Can we do some news, Noah? Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh boy, it's Tuesday, folks. You know what that means? It is Tuesday, but it's actually really Monday. But is it? Who knows? Actually, no one knows. Well, I'm in Huntsville, down there in San Jose. Mac, do you know? How about all this false? Thanks, Andrew. Um, guess yeah. what? New research provides evidence that the pandemic changed our personalities. Researchers found that people were less extroverted, less open, less agreeable, and less conscientious in 2021 and 2022 compared with before the pandemic. Interesting. Not a big shocker here, but like it is significant. I think I was thinking about the pandemic last night. Like, are people like my my niece and nephew? Like my nephew, I wonder if I was like, what's COVID? What if he would know? He's four. Like what? And, and, you know, COVID is not going to be on the tip of everyone's tongue in like two years, hopefully, right? Like, w- even if we just, you know, the way things are now, and they keep going. It'll be a thing that we talk about and we'll all know about, but kids won't really know about it as much. And I'm wondering, will they, will, will it be a reference, you think? Like, if, if he, Arlo becomes a comedian in his 20s, will he do COVID references like... Do you know what I mean? Like, will it be a thing that everyone remembers and talks about? Is it is it is as well, significant as nine eleven? No, I think it's a different thing than like polio because polio was the vaccine. Actually, no one gets polio. People right. still get COVID. Like, people are still mm-hmm. gonna get COVID ten years from now. It'll feel a little different. People mm-hmm. will still talk about it, but they'll talk about it like the flu. Like the flu used to kill people. But people people still are get the getting f- polio now. Did you yeah, hear? Still, yeah, they it's bad. Polio is <laughs> back. All right. It's so retro. <laughs> it's so retro. It's like an old Taylor Swift t-shirt. <laughs> Vintage polio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think people will talk about it, but not like nowhere near like how it was the last couple mm. of years. You know what I mean? But it did change people. I mean, it it's it was people talk about trauma. It was just traumatic. I mean, I was even talking to the girl um, uh, who opened for me. She moved back with her parents uh, and she's married and she moved back to Toronto from LA. She was having a lot of success in LA and just abandoned ship and moved with her parents for 10 months, just like me lived with her parents. Um, People went through trauma. They're still recovering from the financial loss. And like, and then we remember we switched to like, I know this is, we've all been over this, but I think we haven't talked about it in a while. Everyone freaked the we just all of a sudden, I didn't know, we didn't know what it was going to be. We didn't know how long we were going to be shut down. Everyone, re- I thought everyone underestimated it. Me as a pessimist, I overestimated it. I was like, this is going to be seven years of living inside. Like I was yeah, ready. Yeah, said stand-up comedy's dead. It's over. I re- and it was for a while. Even though, and even when people start doing it outside, it was still dead in my yeah. opinion. It should have been yeah, it on Zoom. Memorable. It should have been kept dead. <laughs> but um, it is amazing that everything has come back. It was traumatic. Yes. People are still have that. Im- your brain changed during that time. Trauma and imagine being alone. Just so many people 
did COVID alone. And that show alone, if it's proven anything to us, is that people can't handle being alone. You think you can, but because yeah. people all the time go, I could be on alone. I love solitude. It's not, we're not meant to be alone. We were, we came up in tribes. You need to like other people for emotional support. Like even if you think you're alone, I mean, some people actually are totally alone and I'm so sorry. Like and there's people to talk to. There's better help. There's um, hotlines. It showed how fragile porn. we are. Like as a group, in your area. yes. Like I've never really realized, like, oh, this is going to affect everyone. You know what I mean? Like yes. everyone. But like, that's what I liked about it because like when stand up was taken away, everyone wasn't doing stand up. Is there anything in your personality specifically that you think changed? And and I'm talking like a negative effect because this article talks about how the changes in in the uh, things that I listed negatively impacted our well-being because when you ha- have high levels of like agreeableness or extroversionness your your well-being is better is there anything in your personalities that you think was impacted negatively i think my depression got took up a couple notches like i suffer <laughs> with it more after it like it got to such lows mm-hmm. that i think n- it like exacerbated it. And then it got to a point where it's like, oh, we know we can get this low. So mm-hmm. how low can you go? Now I'm p- playing limbo all the time and I'm not going as low, but like, it's just, it got me like anything. Like if you are running a lot and then all of a sudden you can run 20 miles cause you've been running for, you've like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like if I ran a marathon during COVID, I would probably be doing five, six miles and that would be an easy run for me now. And I feel like now I get into six mile depressions when I used to get into three mile ones because my stamina is more. Um, if that makes sense. Anyone else? I feel like it was interesting because I think crowds came back. They were so happy to just fucking crowds to be together to feel like you can actually go see an event. Yeah, they got a little too happy in Seoul, Korea. If you hear what I was saying. Oh yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Shit, sorry. <laughs> so. Crap. That's what that was a thing of the pandemic. They said because Seoul didn't yeah. have Halloween for two years, and that was a huge deal. Everyone was yeah. like, "Let's all fucking go!" And that was that. So as much as that was a joke, it wasn't like that really happens. But yeah, so crowds. So are I amped. feel like when at first, like the crowds got amped, and I we were remember we started doing shows. I w- I was so amped to be around people, and then I was like, the farther I got from that, I go kind of miss COVID. like i kind of miss like not being around people <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. like after yeah. that first like wave of like yeah we're all together we're all doing shit together then i was like i kind of like not having anything really have to do oh, you don't have to awesome do anything to yeah not yeah you yeah. have to do anything at night and to just yeah and that's yeah. Been the hardest thing to shake is you know i'm a creature of habit i like my routine but i notice you know i moved to a new city during COVID. i moved upstate and now I don't have any friends up there. I just have Matt. I haven't branched and out Steve. to go to shows. And Steve, I don't like discover new things about the town because I still have this mentality of like, no, just hunker down and stay in and just do the basic yeah, routine that you have. I'm not as adventurous, I think. A little bit more paranoid, a little bit more anxious. Yeah. I even feel like people have more social. Ang- I know people have more social anxiety now than they ever did because it's it's new. We were locked down for so long. It's just gives you people. I was starting. I was panicking when the world was opening up because I'm like, I don't want to go socialize again. Like this <laughs> sucks. And if yeah. I was feeling that way, uh, I can't even imagine people with like normal social anxiety were feeling. Um, I really feel for all the people at critical times of their lives, like. I know someone that was like just on the verge of 
you know, their fertility is in question. They need to find mm-hmm. a partner or get married like within the next three years. Otherwise, forget having your own kid. And it's like, nope, shut down for three years. Fuck that. Mm. Or children that are like at that crucial time of making friends and college whatever, kids, junior high or yeah. high school. Or, yeah, like you, those, yeah. I feel for them. And of course, old people. I mean, how did. What about me? I was like, just <gasps> like. I don't know, going on tour. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was like the best time ever for me for the world to shut down. It was perfectly timed for me. My e show that I didn't want to do got canceled, and I was like, yeah. oh no. Whoa. I, pr- <laughs> I prayed for it, something to happen. It's so weird. And I don't, I'm not one of these people that thinks I have any influence on the earth by my prayers, but I remember yes. praying for some intervention. <laughs> to take me out of doing that e-show that it was imminent. I wanted to do the show. I'm grateful to everyone that worked on it, including Andrew, but I just didn't have time because I was on tour and I was working during the day yeah. and doing the radio show. I had no time to give this TV show. And so it was going on air in April, 10 episodes. I had no idea what it was. I didn't like what it was. I didn't have enough. I didn't know how to fix it. Um, even though I had amazing writers writing on it, Bonnie McFarlane, Ari Finling, Andrew Collin, JP McDade, like, this is your apology list. <laughs> it was awesome. The show was could have been so good, but I just could not. I just was so scared of it. I and I remember like crying in my shower, being like, "There's there, Nikki. Don't even try to bargain with God right now. There's nothing that could happen that the show isn't going to happen. Like shows don't get taken away, barring you getting very hurt, which you know you're not going to do to yourself. You're not going to get hit by a car. You're not going to get hit by lightning, and then." COVID happens and it's the first show they go, Nikki, I'm so sorry. We can't do this. And I was sorry to the the guy that I had to lie to and be like, I'm so sad. Like, but I was jumping up and down. I was so fucking happy because I just wanted the show to be great and it wasn't great yet. And, and it was because of me, I wasn't able to give it enough, but man, that was the, it was, it, it, and th- so Man, there are COVID some people where best. COVID happened at the worst time for them. And for me, it was, and I was about to have a mental, like the reason I couldn't give it anything is because I was overworked. I was about to literally commit myself to an institution because of just what exhaustion, um, just mental and um, physical exhaustion. I was about to do like one of those Lindsay Lohans of like, oh, I'm, you know, um, dehydration, but it's really just, you're just going into psychosis. And, um, and then the planet gave it to me. Um, and so I, it was just, I just got lucky. I don't think that I had anything to do with COVID. Um, but, but those prayers worked, but no, you got to change your life too, in such a good way. I mean, you moved to Arizona. You never would have done that. Right. Without it. No, No. I feel like I had, I had some positive changes that I would have not have gone outside my comfort zone to do, but just like, it's good to hear you all say how COVID, um, negatively impacted you like, leaning into your anti like anti-social habits because I was like my whole life I struggled with that and I got mm. to a point where I was like putting myself out there I was going to places I would go to places alone if I didn't have anyone to go with and then COVID it just like that like oh. like evil little anti-social thing just was like oh you don't have to talk to anybody you get to just stay at home that and it's been really heartbreaking out of it yeah, it's been yeah. it's been really really hard. But you're good about getting that. yourself out there and making friends. You've made many friends in Arizona. I've been so impressed. You've made more friends in Arizona than I have in my entire life. <laughs> like you met friends in parking lots there. You go to jujitsu. You're volunteering at a um, a garden that grows food for you know 
people who are food insufficient insecure. insecure. Like you are getting out there, you're forcing wow. yourself to do social things. But it's, it's like so it's a conscious cool. effort. I have to fo- really like the the work that I have to do in my brain to put myself out there and like the anxiety <sighs> that I feel. It always turns out to be just fine and I have a great time and a great story to, you know, take away from it. But just the the gymnastics that I have to do in my mind to just get there is a lot. It's interesting that uh, most of our lives are dreading things that when we actually get to them end up not being even 10% as bad as we thought. Like I really don't know of any event I've gone to that has been as 10%, even 10% as bad as I thought it was going to be with the amount of dread I gave it. So why do we keep continuing to think things are going to be terrible? Because I dread... I literally dread everything in my life besides going to pick up my Starbucks. And that is no offense to anyone. You know, even meet and greets, I'm kind of like, just get this done. And then I get to eat dinner and they are a fucking joy. I have so much fun. I'm like, I feel uplifted. Sometimes I feel like I had a rough set, like at Reno, not Reno. Yeah. Reno was like just this big, I mean, it was 3,000 seats and thank you to... People are fucking coming out to shows, and I'm so grateful for the crowds. Like, uh, by the way, the are shows huge. are so fucking good. If you guys have not been to a Nikki Glaser show yet, this is the best I've ever seen her. It's really nice. The shows are so oh, yeah. fun. Thank you. It's um, it's but the first night in Reno was just like I could the the sound kind of got lost, and all of us felt that way. We were kind of like, did they like it? And but Matt was out in the audience. He was like, no, I assure you, they were having fun. But I was feeling so stinky afterwards. I was like, I didn't give them a good show. I felt off. I didn't even know if they liked it. I went too long. They were probably bored. They hated going here. And then I went to the meet and greet, and everyone was so fucking nice and made me feel so much better. And I'm like, oh, I I can't believe I felt that way. And so. All these things that I dread, uh, and I always <laughs> dread going on stage, and as soon as I grab the mic, I'm having the best time of my life. I've never once been on stage being like, I can't wait to get off stage, ever, ever, ever. But I do, I dread going to the gym. Every time I work out, I feel good. I dread oh, yeah. talking to my parents. Every time I do, I have a good time. I, I dread, the only thing I don't dread, and this is ironic, because most people do, air travel. I love being on a plane <laughs> i love sleeping on a plane i love the sound of planes i love being able to again that is the most antisocial place for me ever you don't have to talk to anyone on a plane if you are skilled like me you don't have to talk to anyone um and i love i love flights and that, that's the only place besides caving where people will go oh <laughs> that's that, that's why you couldn't write back to that email caving space planes and surgery those are the only four places you can escape even sleep you don't get away with that anymore you but you could have woken up and written back to my email but a plane people go you go oh the wi-fi was you just go the wi-fi and you don't have to lie people just go oh it was oh and you go yeah but you know you don't have to lie um that yeah i do that same shit i always have a build up in my head that everything's gonna be bad Everything's going to be bad. And Even it's never for good bad. stuff. Never bad. It's I don't never dread watching TV with my boyfriend or watching. I, I look forward to watching TV. I look forward to meals. I look forward to Starbucks. I look forward to. I look forward to this podcast most of the time. I honestly do. It's never. It's not something I dread. I'll tell you that. It's, I, not, I it's a, neutral. <laughs> it's always fun. Altercation on stage where. This, these, I was trying to do my jokes, and these women on the right ordered like a uh, dessert to share. And you can hear them. And they were all them. like, dude, and they were all like, 
do you want the ice cream? Do you want the spoon? Do you want the, like, what do you, oh, here, you take this spoon. Oh my oh, God, God, look, the ice cream's already melting. And I'm like, and they're like, it's part of the stage where they're in your ear because they're not like yeah. in front of you either. Yeah, so there's like a mic on And them. no one yeah. knows. That and you can hear go, them so well. That's the shittiest part. When you're at a comedy club, oh. the comedians can hear what's going on on the stage. And sometimes, I've done this so many times where you react so violently or like oh my so God. over the top. This is what happened. Because it's been in your ear. And then the rest of the audience thinks you're fucking crazy. Yes. yes that's what happened. Yes. So I, okay. go, I go, oh, is the ice cream? I go, oh, is the ice cream Is the ice cream more important than, than me working on my act for 12 years? Is that... Is that important, that ice cream? I would say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you say it like that, yeah. Uh, What is your, who cares? And then I go, then I go, I go. And like, I was being fun with it though. I was just like, I wasn't being that bad. I really wasn't, even though they were just And they go, 12 years, really? Okay. So I say, well, yeah, 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 really? Seems like like you just started. They go, your career's melting more than this ice cream. I'm like, thanks. I appreciate that. Okay, and so, so what and so, happened? Is it Alamode or is it Lamode? I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna need. So, this girl, I say one more thing about the ice cream, like after a joke, like just called back to it a little bit, and she just goes, "Get over it, I'm pregnant." <gasps> get like yelled, "Get over it, I'm pregnant." I'm, I'm trying preg- to think of what like, I would have responded. I would have. I go. Just, I, I go. Turns said under my out you could be so pregnant baby. and a bitch. That's what I said, but I said it like such like I didn't say it like but you were ch- pissed. Yeah, <laughs> just because the condescending in her tone, people don't the I, condensation I'm in her yeah. tone from She's my mouth. S- yeah, s- <laughs> you had condensation to every word, dude. She had beer goggles on. Oh, it was no. actually just me spitting on her glasses from my mouth. <laughs> Wait, and beer goggles are a metaphor. <laughs> oh really? I thought you yeah. actually not down in the south. So, oh, wait, but I said bitch in a way that was oh, like so aggressive. Had so much history behind it. And then you I go, your mom. I go, yeah. yeah They're yeah. like, this is like, about your mom. You. <laughs> Fucking Robin. She's like, who's Robin? And so I was like, <laughs> I go, um, and then I go, hey, you know what? I didn't need to get that aggressive. And then, but that's not good either for comedy. I'm just having an inner monologue then on stage. Oh, that's coming out or log in my what, mouth. What number, what, how many more minutes did you have on stage? Here's the thing. I then I fucking crushed after that. I think like it made me, in a way, like I apologized and then I just. You gained fucking, control of them. Yeah, it made me, it made me push harder. But like I didn't, I lost, I did lose it a little bit. But there's something about like, get that's over it. Good. I'm pregnant. Like, <laughs> Like just because you're pregnant, you could be a horrible part. Like, I no know just needs- because someone fucked you and came inside you and you were fertile <laughs> enough to carry it, like you get to you're disturb not better than anyone. Show. I'll give you yeah. my seat on the subway, but you don't get to be. Yeah, it's same with like someone in a wheelchair or someone that has a, a disease or has, has cancer. You can still be a bitch and have cancer. Yeah. You can still be a bitch in a wheelchair. You can like we all know this, but there's something about yeah. it where we have to. Uh, oh, old people are all sweet. It's like no, they're not. They're not all sweet. Oh, that guy with a limp. He must be just a gentle soul. It's like I think that's rude to assume that everyone that and especially mothers. It's condescending. We all know mothers are cunts. We have mothers. Like there's nothing about it is condensation. It's it's so condensation. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm in here. And Sorry. also, stop bragging. You're pregnant. Yeah, we get yeah. It. If, it felt very like uh, it, you know whatever. It was oh my god, they're knocking like crazy. Yeah, I don't need anything. <laughs> 
Tell her, tell her she's a bitch. Come on, Andrew. What, are you pregnant out there? All right, we're gonna go to break and come back with more. Andrew's gonna handle this, and uh, and we'll continue Handmates. the show after this. Handmates. 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 Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right, we're back. Let's do Reddit dump. This is your 
This is your oh, Reddit dawn. I got the key right. <laughs> I love that laugh. It's my favorite part. Okay. So I was on Reddit last night and I was so excited that this one came up because it is like so my style of a question. It's on Ask Reddit, which is where they just ask cool questions and then people answer. Um, it says, what is the most dangerous thing people don't realize is all that dangerous? And this is my favorite thing to talk about is like things that are dangerous and people are just doing them. And I'm like, how everyone needs to know. Like we talked about crowd crushes, how to not have that happen to you. If you want to revisit that episode, it was on Thursday's episode last Thursday. If you are ever find yourself in a crowd, walk with your hands up like you're boxing someone and stand uh, staggered with one foot in front of the other so that you aren't just like, you know, standing with your feet together. And then if you get pushed to the ground, um, you don't have to go back and listen because I'm telling you. If you get pushed to the ground, do not stay on your stomach or on your back. Get in a fetal position to the side and crouch, and that will keep your organs protected. So that is going to save some lives. Okay, but this was interesting to me. My first word as a child was dangerous. I would point out things that were dangerous. I'm obsessed with people wearing seatbelts. I'm obsessed with people wearing helmets. I am a total advocate for um, Caleb sign in my opener this weekend. He was talking about scooters and how he won't go on those like bird scooters. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, do it. And he's like, did you wear a helmet? And I'm like, I, you don't even understand who you're talking to. I am so scared of dangerous things. And sco those scooters are not dangerous as they seem. I mean, they definitely are. They, but just if you're a smart person and not being drunk on one and following mm -hmm. the rules, you don't, you'll be okay. And I was like, please do one. I just trust me. I'm such an advocate for safety. And it's so fun. This one blew my mind. The top answer. Okay, so what is the most dangerous thing people don't realize is all that dangerous? And people need to know this. So listen up, everyone, especially people with kids, all the pregnant bitches out there. <laughs> the pin setters in a bowling alley. They are all well over a thousand pounds of me mechanized death by steel and moving belts. Some of the scariest moments of my life have been running the six... Um, feet between me and the emergency shut off behind the front desk as a toddler runs slipping and sliding down the lane while their parents or guardians are laughing by the table because they thought it was cute even experienced pin setter mechanics have been crushed to death during scheduled maintenance pin setters are machines of convenience entertainment and death Whoa. so that freaked me out i'm telling my sister if she ever brings her kids to the bowling alley like like, uh, just a, a you could see a toddler just like being like running towards the oh, ball yeah. and everyone going that's so funny and just they're toddler magnets yes so yes when i was are. a toddler that's my number one place i wanted to run to yes drunk people too will like run and slide in the pins like fucking well they idiots. can do that you know what you're an idiot that yeah. adults <laughs> but we need to protect to children no don't Thank put God your hand in enough, one the cake boss you know? apparently i was reading the cake boss Buddy Val Lastro nearly destroyed one of his hands punctured by the pin setter in his own home bowling alley. What? So be careful, oh. folks. Oh, um, this one was good. I feel like we all know this, but it's worth repeating. Passengers should never rest their feet on the dash of a car because oh. when the airbag does its thing, it has only one way to go. Several terrible things can happen at this point. Your knees get pushed <gasps> into your face or your hips are dislocated. Oh, my God. It looks um, so cool, though. Damn it. This oh, was an interesting wait, one, Nikki. a more psychological one. Uh, what I were you saying, a, Noah? I have a story for you. Please. This weekend, we went up to a place called Mount Lemon, two-way road, windy road, oh. going all the way up to the top of a mountain. Oof. People going On fast. our way home, there was a car that was driving the speed limit and a couple of cars behind it. One guy said, I need to pass this driver <gasps> driving oh the speed limit. So went long. around a curve. We, no. we passed the curve. All of a sudden, we see his truck on the side of the road, he apparently flipped upside down, 
his his truck landed in a ditch by the side of the road on a mountain. So it's a good thing it didn't go to the other side where it was like down the mountain. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And um, he got so lucky. We had no reception at that point of the oh mountain. Oh my god! Did you get out? And but help you him? got out and helped. Of him course, because um, we were with Avi oh. is search and rescue. EMT. EMT. This is Avi's right. dream. This yeah. is the best <laughs> person to ever be behind a yeah. guy that flipped his car. And we had his truck, so he had all his stuff with him. Uh, also, <gasps> the guy who was driving the speed limit is is a veteran, so he has like experience also. And then uh, a few minutes later, a doctor was driving up the mountain. So uh, the guy oh was alive. God. He was kind of like in and out. Um, he didn't appear that he had any like lacerations or bleeding, but like he flipped upside down. It's great. I, I, People are insane wow. to drive. Did you see the accident happen? I saw him cutting the cars off, but because it went around a bend, I didn't see yeah. his vehicle flip what over. Dude, when guys what drive a, in I big trucks, they him. think they're invincible. They really I do. That's another thing. Like you're driving a big truck, yeah. you could die too. Like that's a thing. But that that's is the thing. Dangerous like, I didn't, people. It was for me, like as an outsider, like not knowing this guy, I'm like, wow, I'm like seeing someone have a life changing moment because he was like near death. He could yeah. have died. Oh, I would hope. And he hopefully, yeah, <laughs> learns from that. Yeah. Um, God, that's so scary coming upon a wreck. I just, I can't. Did it turn you I'm on so scared Avi that I'm going to like, see. Oh, yeah. Did uh, Was he like in his fucking, you've never seen him yeah. in that mode, right? Rescue mode. It's like Baywatch. No, no, I, I it was probably slow motion. Like, hi, Oh, yeah. Like was it? Running. Did he take off his shirt? <laughs> yes. Did he have a flotation device? <laughs> did he make a tourniquet out of his pants? Oh, my God. Yeah. What did he do? So did he do Did he do anything hot? Was he, he doing like. Well, the door was jammed, so he couldn't, because he has to take the guy's pulse. You know, you, you have to stabilize him and stuff. So he had to, like, break the window on the passenger side. Oh, so, so all of a sudden, he did that? Like, yep. With his elbow? Um, With his he, head? He had a knife. This cock. So he used the, the back of the knife. It was... What the fuck? Oh, what the God, fuck? Cool. What a man. Were you just, like, masturbating by a tree? <laughs> like, what were you sitting in the shade watching all this, like... <laughs> And then the funny part is, you know, so there's cars <laughs> passing by, right? And it's already yeah. dark. So this one guy oh drives. God. He's He's got like this red sports car with like a green light underneath. And I'm trying to like scream to people like, can you please call the cops? When you get reception, there's a man in there. We just had an accident. So these two guys um, are driving up the mountain. All of a sudden, the car just like speeds off, disappears for like 10 minutes. Then they come... I see the car coming back and I'm like, did you call the cops? Did you call anyone? And these guys come out. It looks like Cheech and Chong. And they're just like, yeah, we went up there. We got service. I drove like 60 miles per hour. And I'm like, that's not, don't tell me that, but thank you for calling them. <laughs> it was just like, oh it turned into like a little. How long were you there? We were there, I think, for I'm maybe I'm thinking like, about, I would be like, oh, this is taking a I long know. time. I like, was like, know, like my, if dinner. my boyfriend was like rescuing everyone, I'd be like, God damn it. We're not going to have my friend in tow. <laughs> we were supposed to go to Pot Whale to get some food, but um, we were there for like an hour, like delayed us by an hour. I'd be like, the Starbucks is closing and they yeah, I can't. I just put in my normal order. It's just going to be cold by the time I get there. I'm such a bitch. I seriously would be thinking that. I'd be like, can Remember when we broke them on the side of the road? <laughs> yeah, you were gone before the car even stopped. Wait, what? What happened? Nikki, go save yourselves, you fucking bitches. I'm out. We were driving back, me, Ari, I mean, and Andrew, ridiculous. and Claire Parker. We're driving back from a gig somewhere in New Jersey, and we were on the highway, and all of a sudden we started hearing like, like the tire had something on it. Was your nephew playing drums, I think? Yeah, my nephew was on the back. 
<laughs> with a, <laughs> an old steel drum. And we were like, what the fuck? And so we pull over on the side of the highway, which I hate doing and I'm so scared of. And I like... I think we've actually pulled off on a ramp because I was like, Ari, I will get you. That's the biggest. That's another dangerous thing. Ne- my dad always taught me never, ever pull off on the side of a highway. No matter what you could just drive on your shitty tire because you will die changing a tire. People, it happens to people all the time on the highway. Um, so we pulled off and we, he went to go check it and I had already called an Uber for me and Claire to get picked up and to leave Andrew and Ari there to deal with it because there's nothing I can do in that situation to help. I I am out of things. Why do I need to stay? Yeah. Just friendship. No, yeah, but they I have each other. Yeah. Ari and Andrew are friends. Right. No, it makes sense. I don't like Ari. I, I want to go in the Uber so too. They were so offended. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking Andrew's probably like, can I get in there? Well, I I would have yeah, let God. you, but I feel like that would have been ba- mean to Ari. We have had to leave someone with it. And we were the two girls, and I was like, we don't need to be unstranded on a highway with these guys trying to change a tire. They don't even know what they're doing because they're both. Yeah, I know, but we could have like used your bodies to like, for barter system. Like, they're help Ari's. us with the tire. You could have our women. We could have used yeah, you. Right. Okay, that's true. Yeah. But, um, take, and take then it, it ended up being just like a piece of tape that was all, like a piece of tar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got on yeah. the, and then I had to eat crow and I was like <laughs> canceling the Uber. I had to pay yeah, a $5 fine. The Uber and, uh, yeah, it was just we were back and in the was car. Like, How long were you? A fucking Uber? <laughs> you, I cannot yeah. believe he was so offended <laughs> how long how long did it take from pulling over to discovering the tape i'm not kidding you i started calling the uber before we even oh pulled over God, as soon as i heard the so sound because i'm like i'm not wasting my time i can't do anything in this situation i'm not gonna know i don't know how to work a jack i don't know how to work lug nuts i'm not gonna fucking be lug any nuts. help here so okay uh, uh the next reddit thing i just want to say is um the dangerous thing that you don't know is dangerous using non-ladder objects to reach things out of reach Oh, like standing sure, upon yeah. a, a thing that you made out of nowhere. Um, getting in and out of a wet shower or bathtub. I mean, oh. so scary. Do your parents yeah. have stuff in their bathtub? Are you worried about slips and falls for them? They don't have stuff in their bathtub. I don't even think they shower. I don't know what Not my parents safe, do. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, you see them today. Will you ask? Yeah. I'm worried about them. Okay. Um, now, the next Reddit thing. Uh, oh, this girl had a life hack. Oh, I wanted Andrew to try this, but we don't have it on hand. But I want one of our besties to try it. Um, Anya, I'm going to play it for you. Okay. Sorry, no, I didn't send this. It's a girl with a 12-pack of soda that isn't opened yet. And it's uh, a life hack. I guess I'll just play it for all of us. And I'll just describe what she's doing. So she holds the pack of soda. It says, this is from Life Hacks. New here. So sorry. It's been shared before. But here's my life hack. And it's a girl taking a 12-pack of soda and then slamming it over her knee Whoa. like a karate move and just chopping it in half. And it breaks oh. in half perfectly. I'll play it again for you guys. That's so cool. Diet Coke, too. Oh, interesting. Whoa. And it opens like that. And I want to see if that works. I wonder. if I had my pack of Zevia here, but I drank all 10 in I'm one sitting. I'm not going to do that over my knees that I'm tr- trying well, that's to a good do point. PT for. The but only it problem look like with it, that too much pressure. is then yeah. it's going to... It depends how quick you want the soda because that's going to cause fuzz for sure. You just fizz? tap the top. Fizz. Fizz. We just put the whole 12 yeah. pack in the fridge, though. Why does she need it broken open? Just to open it? That's a good point. There's like a little the thing point of getting on it. the 12 pack. Yeah, you can. There's a little door. Yeah. Okay, so that's pointless. No one needs it. It looks okay. cool, though. Sorry. It did look cool. <laughs> this is from Explain Like I'm Five, and I just want to hear what you guys think the answer to this is, and then I have the actual answer. Why do human babies cry so much as opposed to chimpanzee or gorilla babies? Like, you see gorillas, mm. and they're always just kind of like looking around. I know and like, why. They're swinging on. Why? Um, 
because there's predators out in the wild, and if they cry, they'll be found and then oh. killed and eaten. Smart. Interesting. That is part of it. Does anyone else have any theories? So, also, so they said, advanced. I'm watching a documentary like and notice how chill great ape babies are. They're quite content just holding on to their mom, and you never see them crying in the same shrill, oftentimes excessive way human babies do. Why? Is it because of how we're socialized now and we're so separate? And maybe we're supposed to be like wrapped around our moms constantly and yeah, we're not. I would think. Yeah. Um, that's my guess. No. Okay. It's, but uh, this, Andrew's right. Uh, it's, it's kind of has multiple things that anthropologists think. One anthropologist, Sarah Hardy, posited an evolutionary mechanism. If an ape or monkey puts a baby down for a bit, its best chance of survival is to stay quiet and hope mom comes back. It can last for a good bit. A human baby is basically fucked if mom does not come back around very quickly. Oh, right. Um, so makes lots of penetrating noises to remind her. And this was the other part of that. Human babies are born much earlier into their life cycle than chimps yeah. for various reasons. I was gonna, so I women's, honestly was going to say that. Women, our gestation period is not that long. Babies come out really vulnerable, whereas other babies of other species, animals, mm. um, even hominids, come out really well-formed. And so they don't need as much care, whereas we, if our babies were la lasted longer in us and cooked longer, they would kill us on the way out. We would, because they'd be uh, too big. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so. Like a horse is born and within 30 seconds is walking already. Yes. Already in college. Yes. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> Um, so yeah, being born super early is actually a pretty good evolutionary adaptation. So most of the growth goes into your brain when you're in, I guess it says, um, it's a good evolutionary adaptation to a social species because it allows for less need for pre-programmed instinctive behavior and a much greater range of learned behaviors, meaning that human behavior can be highly adaptable and very plastic between generations. Humans can change pretty much everything about their behavior very rapidly because it's almost all learned behavior and not encoded at a genetic mm. level. It's one reason homo species no homo, have been able to live in every climate and adjust to all sorts of different social and substance, what some word systems. I thought that was very interesting. It is. Uh, final yeah. thought. Okay, can you imagine if you, if you had a baby and it was already like, it comes out, it's like walking and like being like, what's up, bro? Like, like, <laughs> like it's just like... <laughs> It was already doing, uh, yeah, it's ABCs. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good like, for dude. our evolutionary survival to cry? Yes, yes, because we're like, mama, I'm here, look at me. Yeah, it would be weird if babies came it. out doing this. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> On your clit. <laughs> literally arcade fire. That is so wild. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. Okay, um... And then this one was interesting. Let's all think of our favorite song, if you can, Ever? or one of like your favorite, favorite songs. Song? Let's say favorite love song, whether I think it's you a, just played uh, it. any kind of song about. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I think you just played it. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not. Um, think of your favorite song that has something to do with love, whether it's negative or positive, okay. heartbreak gotcha. or anything. So love. Um, and this is from Psychology, uh, the subreddit. It says, the lyrics to your, to your date's favorite song may provide clues to their attachment style. So you can get insight into the oh. person you're with's 
if they're insecure, if they are um, avoidant, or if they are secure based on their favorite song and the lyrics of the favorite song. Oh. So I want to run a little test. Um, Anya, what is your favorite song? Supernova what? by Liz Fair, which is basically just a love song to a guy. Like, your eyelashes sparkle like gilded grass, and your lips are sweet and slippery like a cherub's bare wet ass. It's like a funny, sweet is she Love getting song. rejected in it at all, or is no. she longing? It's just all She's good. longing, but it's like fun and sexy. I have looked all over the place, but you have got my favorite face. Your eyelashes sparkle like gilded grass, and your lips are sweet and slippery like a cherub's bare wet ass. Because you're a super, a human supernova, a solar superhuman. You're an angel with fire, wings of fire, a flying giant friction blast. Um, yeah, it's all just nice. Yeah. That's secure. Yeah. I'd read that as a yeah. secure attachment. You're just celebrating Sounds someone like, that you love. It doesn't, there's not a longing. There's not a rejection there. Um, I think Andrew, you're describing yours? Steve again. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel, like it really did. Like <laughs> all I was thinking, literally all I was thinking while you were reading I mean, was he Steve. Did have, your sweater has a chevron <laughs> and you're so damn hot. You walk in clouds of glitter and you wear a tight medium shirt and the sun reflects in your eyes and every time the wind blows I can smell you in the sky. Your kisses are as wicked as an F-16 and you fuck like a volcano and you're everything to me. Jesus. That's a great song. Oh my God, I love that. Okay, Noah, what's yeah. your favorite song? And can we look up the lyrics or is it just, are they even audible? You don't like lyrics though, so I don't think this counts for you. Yeah, can we skip Noah's me? Noah's favorite love song is just like a, like a, I don't know, an eagle being beaten to death or something. No, I'm obsessed right now. <laughs> oh, not animals. The Eagles, the band, the oh, band, the, the, yeah, the Eagles okay. being beaten to death. <laughs> I am so into this song right now. Speaking of songs, oh, this yeah. is a tangent called "Good in Bed" by Dua Lipa. Because I always watch on Instagram, she has the best like reels of her just like grinding, yes. and she's always wearing these like hot costumes. And I got into the song from Instagram, but it's called "Good in Bed," and I've just been listening to it a lot recently. And she has, oh, she goes, it's bad, 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 bad. You're messing with my head, 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 head. We drive each other mad, 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 mad. But baby, that's what makes us good in bed. Please come take it out on me, 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 me. I know it's really bad, bad, bad. But baby, that's what makes us good in bed. And she's like, it's bad. We drive each other mad. It might be kind of sad, but I think that's what makes us good in bed. We drive each other mad. It might be kind of sad. Uh, and she goes, yeah, we don't know how to talk, but damn, we know how to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I, I love think I lyrics. love Dua Lipa. I, I think I think she's <laughs> yes. She's got Taylor Swift vibes to me. Like she's just saying it real. I really I think she's underrated for me. And she has this new song it, um, that I, I also one. love called like Boys Will Be nice. Boys, and it is yeah. so good. And it's all about how like boys, 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 um, boys, boys. I like toys, I'm toys, toys, work, 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 work. Yeah. Um, Are you guys seeing uh, the trend in pop music? My favorite Taylor Swift song right now is, um, if we're talking about love songs, it's Labyrinth. And I love that one. And it's like, oh, oh, I'm falling in love. Oh, oh, I'm falling in love again. Oh, I'm falling in love. I thought the plane was going down. How'd you turn it right around? And it's just about like, oh, oh no, I'm falling in love. Like, mm. this is going to be... And I think that um, really does, because I was read that and I go, what are my favorite songs like? And why don't I like these other songs that certain girls like? And um, that one I think I like because I do feel that way. Like as soon as I get what I want, I start going, oh no, there's never going to be another. That thing again, I like yeah. the pain. 
mm-hmm. of um, even like that song Midnight Rain. He wanted a comfortable, I wanted that pain. He wanted a bride, I was Jay making my own name, chasing that fame. He stayed the same, all of me changed like midnight. That's another one I love. Rain. So I have definite um, avoidance. Uh, mine's avoidant based on the things that I like. Wait, Wait aren't you anxious? I'll back you up by Dave Matthews. I think mine. I've changed into avoidant. Oh, okay. Uh, style, but I used to be anxious. But now that my boyfriend is secure and loves me, I'm I more t- going towards avoid it because it scares me. Of, ah. like, being secure scares me. Um, Andrew, you said uh, I'll back you up I'll, by Dave Matthews. Yeah, by Dave Matthews. I remember thinking I remember I'll go thinking on forever, only knowing. I'd go on forever knowing. I'd go on forever, that only I'd knowing. See you again. You were there, but but I know the touch of you is hard to remember. Wait, wait. But like that touch, I know no other. And for sure, you will dancing something together. Would you like to dance around the world with <laughs> Wait, me? Wait, just let him go. I'll be falling Wait, what all it? around oh. my own thing. And I know the touch of you okay. again was hard to <laughs> I remember thinking I'll go in forever only knowing gentle. I'll see you again. But I know the touch of you is hard to remember. But like that touch, I've known no other. And for sure, we have danced in the risk of each other. Would you like to dance with me around the world with me? I'll be falling all about my own thing. And I know you're the heaviest weight when you're not here. That's hung around my head and your lips burn wild, thrown from your f- the face of a child. And in your eyes, the seeing of the seeing of the greatest view. Hey, do what you will. Always walk where you like your steps. Do as you do do as you please i'll back you up it's 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 anxious secure because it's like being ready for a relationship but actually you're getting you're you're pining for someone who's not around i'll be falling all about my own thing and i know you're the heaviest weight when you're not here that's hung around my head you like missing someone yes longing you like longing is that correct? Especially when I was younger. I remember being in a top bunk listening to that on like repeat when I was like 12 and I just wanted a girlfriend so bad. And oh, then, um, that's so yeah, sweet. I think that's Mine what was always say yeah. goodbye because I wanted to have sex with someone who like I, it would only be one night and we would long for each other the rest of our lives. That was my fantasy. Yeah, I was like, someday I want to have sex with this song and I want this song to be what I'm living when I hear this song. All right, we got to go. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We will be back tomorrow. Anya, thank you for being here for Thanks two for episodes. It was so fun. Yeah, um, yeah don't be cool out there. And Jack. Yeah, grave digger. Jack in the box. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.